Hello and welcome back to Mixing Music. I am your host DK, and、uh, we got a special guest today. You already saw it in the title, Macon. How you doing, Macon? What's up, Chellin? Amazing. Macon, if you didn't already know, was on a previous episode on a previous mix breakdown. He was the third person、uh, when we did the mix break mix breakdown for Nels. Um, we did the song "Flawless." We talked about balancing the kick drum and the bass, and some more low end stuff.、Uh, Macon, this time you're here for your own song. Hell yeah! That's right. So,、uh, can you tell us a little bit about your music and who you are, and、um, about yeah, about a little bit about you?、Uh, my music is lit, and I'm a Latino kid. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you can you can you say more than five words? Yeah,、uh, I mean,、uh, I make a lot of music. Try to.、Um, <laughs> How much music do you make?、Uh, once a week.、Uh, well, I, I I try to make at least one song a day, just as practice, you know. But I try to release at least one song every single week, every Friday. Nice. And how many songs have you released up to this point? I think it's、uh, it's about to be week fourteenth with like four extra because we had dropped the EP as well. So, so week fourteen, but you have nineteen songs out. Probably more. I'm not sure. I have to count. Yeah, nineteen twenty songs out. Yeah. And、uh, um, how many do you think you can do? How long do you think you can go for? Ah,、uh, forever until we get that number one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So Maycon is one of my favorite artists. He comes in all the time.、Um, I'm always、uh, impressed by Maycon, and I dare I say Maycon is one of the only few artists that has ever come into the studio that's won my trust over super fast. <laughs> Usually I'm like hard to trust artists because everybody talks themselves up, but Macon didn't do that. Macon, you didn't talk yourself up. You didn't ask for any favors. You you were just hanging out and seeing what you could do for me. And and I don't know what it was, but、uh, maybe it was your work ethic as well. So、um, glad that you're here.、Uh, I think your music is lit as well. So what? Tell us about this song that we're gonna look at today. So it's called Twenty Three, and、um, the pretty much the even on the hook it says like you know.、Um, I feel like twenty three. I just took my shotting. Well, I guess it was a three, and it feels like. I mean, life for me, it feels like it's been like that. Like Michael Jordan said, it was always about. It was all about the mistakes, and I'm like, I feel like I've made so many mistakes that made me who I am today, and like, I feel like I'm perfect just the way I am. You know, perfect. Yeah,、uh, I think that's a great segue into listening to thirty seconds of the song as we listen to it. We're gonna break it down afterwards.、Um, pay attention to all the aspects of the song. Repeat it if you have to.、Um, and yeah, this song is called Twenty Three by Macon. Bitch, I feel like twenty three, huh? I just took my shot and well, I guess it was a three. Ooh, my bitch such a saint, right in the sheets, she's such a freak. Whoa, these hoes treat me like I'm MVP now. Hey, okay, I bought everything I wanted to. Bitch, I'm pricey, I don't check the price now. Put it in the bag now. Fuck a credit line, if I want it, I just buy now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, dope song, dude. That song is always lit. Hey, thank you, fam. Yeah, your music is always kind of lit like that. So,、uh, tell me right off the bat,、um, what was the process with this one? How? What did you send me? Do you remember what you sent me, or if you mixed this before, or kind of the process? So I I just sent you the、uh, I think it was the melody and two melodies. And, like the samples. You, yeah. 
by melody, Mekon means the samples that yeah, he makes, the, the guitars. The samples and uh, the drum, just the drum kit. I put those together and then I send it to you. So every once in a while, so Mekon sends me music in various different ways. Uh, Mekon sends it to me sometimes in totally, everything is totally stemmed out. Sometimes he sends me two tracks, the vocals and then the beat. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he sends me five tracks, so the drums together, then the 808 separate, and then that's usually mostly how you do it is you send me the 808 and then the drums together, and then you send me uh, maybe maybe some other elements separate, like the hi-hats, and then definitely the sample or what you call the melody yeah, um, separate, and then definitely the vocals either together or separate in one to four tracks. Yeah. So usually they're really small sessions. Uh, mostly because, Macon, you produce your own music. Yes. And did you produce this song too? Yes. So let's start off with the production. What, what was kind of going through your mind? What were you trying to emulate? What was, what was the vibe that you were going for when you were producing the song? It was actually a beat, like a throwaway beat that I had just with the drums. And I just had the drums. That's why I sent that to you because the drums were like already good for me. And then the melody, like the samples, I found them. So I was like, oh, and then I put the samples together in the drum that I already had, and it came out like that. And I was like, ooh, it's like, that's on me? And then it, it came like that. Yeah, Easy. so I think an important thing to note is I didn't ask you to send me all the separate drums. More importantly, because you liked the way that they sounded. Exactly. Your drums were already good to you. Yep. Which, um, the, although there is no right answer to mixing, there is one right answer, and that's the artist. Mm -hmm. And if you had a vibe with the producer, then I, yeah, sure. I changed the drums a little bit. I made them hit a little bit harder with some EQ and compression and saturation and whatnot. Sure. Whatever I did, some small things. Um, but the point is I did not change the tone or the sound mm -hmm. and especially the vibe of the drum kit. Exactly. And that's why I always, like I've always said, I don't let nobody else talk, touch my music other than you just because um, I, I have a vibe and you just polish it. You just make it sound good, you know? So that's what I do. I just... Give you a vibe and then you make it sound good so people can deal with listening to it. Yeah, and this one has a lot of uh, interesting sounds. I think typically within the hip-hop, trap kind of world, um, it varies. I'm not going to say that in... I'm not going to... I don't want to make any blanket statements, but generally speaking, hip-hop is not as complicated with as many tracks as a Stevie Wonder or Michael <laughs> Jackson type song. You know, Earth, Wind & Fire has more tracks than a trap song does. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, and some people will use that as a reason to say that trap is less musical. Um, I think that one thing that trap does really, really well is express emotion. Yeah. And the fact that it can do it with less tracks is an incredible feat of a genre and probably the reason why it's so popular right now. Yeah, to me, simple is better. So, you know. Yeah, simple, simple is always better. So let's talk about that. What part of the song what part of the song before we talk about the mix mm -hmm. just in general um i know you did the drums before but what part of the song was the most impactful because some songs it's more 808 heavy we've mm -hmm. talked about this some songs is more 808 heavy sometimes it's more kick drums heavy sometimes it's only about the vocals right sometimes it's yeah. more about the melody and every single time it's not like pretty consistent like i don't always put the mel the the samples that you give me relatively you know, relative to everything else, the same volume. I don't, every single song that we do together sounds slightly different. Mm -hmm. So what is, what is about this song that really stuck out to you? I think everything was dope. The only thing that was really, really cool was how you were able to uh, mix the guitar at the second part of the hook 
where like it cuts everything off. It's just the guitar and my vocals, and they just sounded perfect. Like that's exactly how I thought in my mind. That's how it was gonna be like. You yeah. Know? So let's talk about that. What What did you? What do you? How do you? How can you describe what you as the producer and the artist? heard in your mind and what is usually the disconnect like what is usually the problem because i hear this from a lot of producers and artists when i make the beat it doesn't sound like what i hear in my head mm -hmm. wait my head or your head in your head oh so yeah So, like what is usually like can you think about what it is that's usually miss missing and don't say the mix nah. like what is it for you that's missing i don't know i just probably is the process that it's like listening as a fan Instead of as an artist, because I when I finish making the song, I'm listening as an artist and I'm critiquing it, you know. And once you're done, then I listen to it as a fan. It's like, Ooh. do I like this? You know what I mean? That's actually you know a saying? really good point. Thanks. I oh man, I've actually I've never heard you say it like that, but that's a really good point. Yep. So when you're listening to it before I mix it, you're listening to it as an artist, really yep. self-critical, really, really mean to I yourself. Judge, like, I judge myself a lot. You know? And then after I mix it, you listen to it as a fan. Yes, and I, and I, I don't know if I push myself, but it's like I've developed this like um, out-of-body experience that it's like I don't, I'm no longer the artist once you're done. I am a normal guy who's listening to it, you know? Oh, I love that. So one of the things we talk about is that for you, my mixes give you confidence. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing that why I fuck with you. This so, is, you know. Yeah, I love that. And and one of the one of the things that I, this is not meant to be self-promotion. Like, I'm not trying to talk myself up. I just want to understand where you're coming from. You've yeah. worked with a lot of other engineers. Yep. You've worked with a lot of other producers and whatnot. What was the difference between them and me? Was it actually the sound or was it, the personality was it the studio was it what was the big difference like why do you continue to give me money and no longer give them money it was everything man like it was just the quickness how fast it was and how it became what i wanted to hear that fast like it was always like a battle with other people it was like no do it like this and like that and it was like you just came in and just grabbed exactly what i had and just made it sound good that's all and then it gave me so much confidence that it was like damn that fast that good it made no sense but i was like okay let's go with it you know what i mean yeah and that's a big point in the last episode with an uh, interview by toach with toach we talked about he talked about one of the biggest things uh, as part of his career is the speed yep mixing fast being quick not just with turnaround time but the actual like process mm -hmm. um because to a certain degree especially as a producer which is more pressure like as a recording engineer as a producer there's more pressure of because uh, the artist is typically in the studio with you, mm -hmm. of making it sound good fast. But th that that's exactly because I produce my own stuff. I need to finish the beat in like five minutes. If I don't finish it, then I don't even finish the beat. I just do a loop that is big enough for me to just go on, and then I deal with mixing the beat. But that's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be quick. So I'm, I am the quick producer and the quick artist. Yeah. So it's all about quickness. And then you come in, and it's like you finish it like so fast, and I'm like, whoa, this is what I wanted. Bye. That's it. And some you songwriter, yeah, and some songwriters listening right now can mm -hmm. definitely say that um, oftentimes their best songs are inspired and come quickly. Yep. Now, granted that some songs don't come quickly and can take years, but they still sound just as good. But 
a lot of times, especially as the artist, the songwriter, when you're inspired, when you're vibing, when you're feeling good, songs come out fast. And so the beauty of being able to mix fast is that you can keep that momentum, that inspired feeling and show them quickly. Also, another thing that we've talked about many times on the show is the difference between a beginner engineer and a more experienced mix engineer is not necessarily the speed of how fast you can move your mouse and how well you know your DAW. My mixing is very fast because I know what I want to do with it from the beginning. Mm, yep. And that, that's what I, I, I like what you do just because you remind me of myself as an engineer. Because when I listen to a beat, I already know what the song is going to be like. I just need to do it now. You know what I mean? And I might not know the words or anything. I just know the vibe now. Like you listen to a song and you already know how it's supposed to sound. Once you're done, it's done. You know, just that's how I always tell myself. It's like, I already know how to do it. I do it and it's done. Exactly. So yeah. like when you hear a beat, when you hear drums or and, or you hear a sample, then in your head, you immediately can hear mm-hmm. what the 808 is supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like you can hear it. Even though it's not there yet, now you're inspired, you know what to do. Exactly. It's the same exact thing with my mixing. There's no guessing. There's no, oh, which plugin should I use? Exactly. It's, it's <laughs> I, I have an arsenal of tools that I've used in the past. I know how they work. I know which compressors and what they sound like. I know what different EQs sound like and different techniques sound like. So I use them, you know, just like, so for today, actually today, literally, um, I went to the shooting range with Lucas, one of my mm. interns. Um, and we did, we hit, uh, he called it the, the steel, like the metal <laughs> plates that like knock back. And there's like a course of like spinning metal plates that knock off if you shoot it. Um, I'm totally out of my element. Like I'm not a, I'm not a big like gun person. I love that. I'm, I'm a city boy. That's not from the back, no military background in my family. Um, <laughs> you know, but at, at the same time, like he talked about how through this course, um, the people who are good through the course really quick and get in under a very fast time are people who have been doing it way longer. Yeah. Like that know how the gun is supposed to feel that knows how everything is supposed to feel like and knows the course and knows how to relax their breathing and everything like that. Exactly. They don't have yep. to think about the technique cause they yep. already, it's, it's natural. It's like, it's like I used to be a professional soccer player. So when, as soon as you step into the field, it's like, you just know what you're going to do. You don't think about, Oh, this and that. No, it's just like, Oh yeah, this is my job. I'm supposed to do this. And that's when it like mixing and making music. It's just, you already know. You know, there's no way of teaching that. You just know because you've been doing it for so long. Yeah. It's it's kind of like instinct. Yeah. In- it's, instinct. It, it's like the people always think about experience and it's like we experience something so much that there's no thinking about it. You just do it. Instinct. Yeah. You know? So because I was able to do it so fast, I kept the vibe. I kept you inspired. And was it just the speed, really? No, it was just the the as a person, man. Like it was... I've, like me, just like you say, it took that fast to like, you know, have confidence in me. It was with you as well. It was just like, no thinking about it. It just happened. And yeah. I love the whole like, it just happens. I love, I feel like that's just what destiny is. It just happens. So if we were going to make a list for our audience of the three most important reasons why you pay me and not another engineer is number one, the speed of my turnaround and workflow. Facts. And number two, my personality, the fact Thanks. that I'm trustworthy. Now, what would be a third reason? What, what's the number three? You're dope. <laughs> <laughs> Your style, man. You, you got dope shit in the studios. It's like, why not? <laughs> you know so number three is vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> vibes. 
it's just vibes. And it's, if you don't have that, <laughs> if you don't have vibes, then get the fuck out. Like we don't fuck with you, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so number one, speed. Mm-hmm. Which I assume quality is kind of like a given. Yeah. You know, it's like of course if you're better than another person, that's an obvious thing. Facts. But the speed with the quality. The trust, mm-hmm. the fact that I'm not shady, the fact that I'm not trying, to, I'm not charging you for the hours that we're going out to eat lunch. Not even that. Like I know, <laughs> true, but I know that if I send you something, it's gonna sound good. Because there's been times, bro, that I don't think it sounds good when you do something. Then I take a day off, listen to it, and now it sounds good. It's weird. I don't know why. So it's also just a trust of my ability. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, bro. That, like I think it's been like two times already. I'm like, okay, DK does it. I'm like, man, I don't know. Let's go back home. Now listen to it. Come back. Listen to it again. I'm like, oh, he was right. And there's been a couple you know times. Yeah, and there's yeah, there's definitely been a couple times where you're like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, you know, exactly. if it sounds good, yeah, and exactly. I didn't do anything. Yeah. And you're like, oh damn, yeah, you're right. It is good. You know, that happens all the time. Yeah. Right? No. So, but that takes a lot of trust. Yeah. Um, and and then the third thing, which is the fact that you know I'm a good hang. You're a yeah. good hang. Like we we we're good friends. Yeah. Like we can right. be friends. So which is funny because Macon is in the studio quite often. <laughs> That's kind of important. Yeah. Now, if you're a mixing engineer or producer that's mostly doing work on Sound Better or remotely or whatever, yeah, it's harder to just be friends with someone. But how are some ways that a young producer engineer can be friends with someone remotely? Well, see, I've always thought that it's cool that like people do those kind of things. But there's nothing, nothing like having a friend that's like, yo, I got something done. You're like, oh, yeah, I got you. There's nothing like that. There's that personal feeling. Like, even if it was like, if I was working with Mike Dean, but I've never like, or some big engineer, but I've never met them. I never hung out with them. It's always like, a, oh yeah, you just that guy who does my stuff. You're not that person that I trust with my music, with my life. Like my music is like my kid. You know what I mean? So you're pretty much a babysitter of my music. So Yeah. That's so <laughs> funny. Like there's different ways. And <laughs> what's more interesting to me is that Although quality is kind of a given, you know, it still wasn't the answer. Like, it wasn't one of the three because (laughs) quality can vary. Yeah. Like, there's other people that can make it sound good. Mm -hmm. Different, but good, right? Mm -hmm. But the big thing is, my quality is not making your shit sound harder or better. My quality is making it sound better the way you hear it. Exactly. It's making it sound like me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not changing Macon. I'm letting Macon be change more me. of me. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're you're not changing me. You're amplifying me. Oh, exactly. I'm amplifying. Yeah, it's just quotes. You feel me? Yeah. Quotes. Ooh, <laughs> quotes, bro. Quotes. <laughs> Thanks, dude. That's amazing. Well, I'm gonna let the song, the entire song, play at the end of the podcast after the end credits, um, after the outro song. But is there anything like we've been working together for a while? Yeah. Um. And this episode, this podcast is mostly engineers and producers. Um, what What is the one thing advice from an artist? Um, it doesn't have to be specifically about me, just in general. What is the one piece of advice that you would give to any young producer um, or engineer or even someone more experienced? Like, what is some good advice that, from an artist's perspective? Uh, find good people around you. If you have good people around you, then things just fall into place. Just find good people. That's all. Learn from them. Work with them. Mm-hmm. Build and, a team you could trust. And love the process. Like, if you don't love the process, then get the fuck out. 
Yeah. You know? And that also could be general, like love producing, love mixing. Love everything. But yeah. I think like being more specific, when you come into the song, when or sorry, when you come into the studio and mm-hmm. you listen to a song and I get hyped about it mm-hmm. before it's even mixed, I think that fulfills number three. Yeah. That, that's it's a it. vibe. Yeah. That's the it. fact that we get hyped over the same thing. Mm-hmm. The fact that I believe in you as an artist. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I'm not going to lie to you, some songs are better than other songs. Oh, exactly. <laughs> but I still try to maintain that kind of like stoke. I don't oh, know, yeah. that vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. That I believe in you, I trust you, let's do it. Yeah, because I mean, I can make the best song ever made and they're still going to hear somebody say, oh, that's just booty. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, just, it's true though. You know, it's, it's just like, you, you got to uh, trust yourself, love yourself. If you do anything, just do it because you like it. If you do it, if you don't do it because you love it, then then that's when you fuck up because then you start judging yourself too much. Hey, Macon, where can people find your social media and where can people find your music? On all social media platforms, it's Macon801, M-E-I-K-A-N-801. And all music is just Macon, M-E-I-K-A-N. Yeah. Macon's got a lot of songs and a lot of songs in the way. I think we got, what, 50 songs ready in the, in the, in the works right now? More than that. More than that. Um, there's a lot to be excited for. There's a lot to be stoked with. And thank you for your insight. And thanks for, you know, being a good hang. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we're really going all the way. We're going to do a song every single we week until we Grammy get that. Together. Yeah. Until we get a Grammy, man. I don't give a fuck how much it takes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for uh, talking with me, chatting with me. And if you haven't heard already, I just published and finished one of my online courses with a lot more to come um, and one free asset right now. So there's a PDF online on my website um, where you can get a free mix prep guide. So it's a guide that I made a long time ago. I think it was like two or three years ago um, that I would send to clients in, in order for them to send me stems the way that I want them to be sent. Um, and you can download that. You can copy and paste it. You can reformat it to be your own. Um, but it's a free resource, and I, I have another one coming out today, which is the five types of compression. Also, for anybody listening to this episode, and if you want half off to the course right now, I think the course is only, what, 14 15 bucks. 15 um, But if you want half off to my vocal mixing course where you get the stems and get to work on it and then can send me um, your mixes for feedback, then use the code HELL YEAH HALF OFF, um, and it'll give you 50% off. So all caps, no spaces, hell yeah, half off. You can find all the assets and the courses right now on store.dkmixes.com or you can just follow the link in the description below the podcast episode. Uh, With that, happy mixing and stay saucy, my friends. One, two, three. This episode of Mixing Music with DK has been brought to you by LaunchPod Media. If you want to start a podcast, make sure to start it right with LaunchPod Media. Yeah. That's on me. Bitch, I feel like 23, huh? I just took my shot and well, I guess it was a three, Ooh. Bitch such a saint, right in the sheets, he's such a freak Whoa. These hoes treat me like I'm MVP now, hey Okay, I bought everything I wanted to Bitch, I'm pricey, I don't check the price now Put it in the bag now, fuck a credit line If I want it, I just buy now, yeah, yeah
flexing. You know I've been on my shit. Call it blessings. I've been praying for a bit. That's that 20. That's that 24/7 shift. If I don't get it, I get pissed. I want diamonds on my wrist. Bitch, I've been busy. I done get my shit in line. Who the fuck is he? Bitch, I got nothing on hide. I'm never resting. I've been investing. Time on me, yeah, that shit feels so amazing. Yeah, that's on me. Bitch, I feel like 23, huh? I just took my shot and well, I guess it was a three. Ooh, my bitch such a saint, right in the shit, she's such a freak. Whoa, these hoes treat me like I'm MVP now. Hey, okay, I bought everything I wanted to. Bitch, I'm pricey, I'm check the price now. Put it in the bag now. Fuck a credit line, if I want it, I just buy.